In a building in Old San Juan, Puerto Rico, in Calle de la Tanca, Armando Lopez and his band Epilogio are noodling around. Oh yeah, I think that, that one can work. There's an engineer there with him too. His name's Mateo. Tapes are rolling. Let's make a record, brother. Let's make a great record. The studio's on the second floor. It's bright with natural light, and there are black and white checkered tiles on the floor. Armando and Mateo are trying out various ideas, different drum templates, basically just messing around. And it was on a day like this when suddenly the old jukebox in the corner of the room turns on by itself. We were recording and it was like, uh, what's that? What's that sound? And everyone took their headphones off. Dude, it was it was freaky. I said, oh, you know, lo siento, lo siento, la bananera, you know, the ghost, I'm sorry. And, and they, they said, no, let the song play. <laughs> let it finish. Mateo, the engineer, he owns and runs the studio. And he had bought this jukebox from an old man whose wife had just died. The old man had told him that his wife had loved the old jukebox. And she would sit there every night from 6 to 8 o'clock and listen to the jukebox and her favorite songs. Damn. It's her. It's her, dude. Yeah, it could be her. The jukebox was still filled with the woman's records. Like this song, Calle Luna Calle Sol. It's by Willie Colon and Hector Laveau, two musical legends whose sound is born out of the musical confluence that swirls on the island of Puerto Rico. But the woman and that jukebox aren't the only musical ghosts within the walls of that studio. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today's episode is in partnership with Discover Puerto Rico. And today, we're visiting San Juan Sound, the iconic studio where Armando, Mateo, and this music-loving ghost are carrying on a musical tradition that dates back hundreds of years. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I love the book, The Power Broker, the epic biography of former New York City planner Robert Moses. So I'm breaking it down 100 pages at a time and talking to special guests about why this book matters, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I actually think if it wasn't for Robert Moses, I probably wouldn't have run for Congress. Listen to 99% Invisible's breakdown of The Power Broker every month on the 99% Invisible podcast feed. Long before Armando and Mateo went into that studio, before they were even born, 
It all started with two brothers in the early 1900s. They were called the Ben Brothers, and they, they owned the Puerto Rico telephone company at that time. This is Eddie Rivera. He's from a town in the center of Puerto Rico called Oracovis. And he's written a book called Playback about the history of musical recordings on the island. There were a lot of radio aficionados and little radio clubs. And uh, the Ben Brothers decided to build a radio station. To do that, the Ben Brothers got themselves one giant antenna, they got themselves a boat, and they set sail. And it wouldn't be just any old radio station. It would be the first radio station in all of Latin America. Right there in Puerto Rico, an island that sat at the nexus of so many musical influences. The African blood, the Indian Taino blood, and then the American and the Spaniard. And we got that mix. Well, I think we have the perfect mix. And all of these musical cultures pass through Puerto Rico. They converge, they overlap, they combine. And the result is danza. And plena. And reggaeton. And calypso. And these days, one of the most streamed artists of the year, Bad Bunny. We are very musical people. We're very loud people. We like to party and we like to dance and we like to sing. It feels to me like because the island, because Puerto Rico has all of these different inputs like you were talking about, it really becomes this place where almost every musical style can kind of emerge and play off each other in these interesting ways. If you listen to reggaeton, the rhythm, you know, the, the, the kick drums don't boom, 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 and the snare goes, mm, pa, mm, pa, mm, pa, mm, pa, mm, that. If you do that fast, that's Calypso. Check it out. So, in a way, Puerto Rico might have been the perfect place for the first radio station in Latin America. And the Ben brothers were all set to build it. The antenna was on the boat, en route, on its way to San Juan. And then... This is kind of like... Uh, urban legend, there's no way to prove it, but when the antenna was coming through boat, uh, this storm came up to, and they had to stop in Cuba. So once they were there in Cuba, they said, let's just put it there, and that's how Cuba got to be before us. So Cuba got the bragging rights for the first radio station in Latin America. But eventually, the Ben brothers did get their hands on another antenna, and this one actually made it to San Juan. And so, on December 3rd, 1922, Puerto Rico got the second radio station in all of Latin America, which is still pretty good. And the building was an old San Juan on Calle de la Tanca. And it was called... It was a low-power station. Initially, it broadcasted maybe two or three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Little by little, it, 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 it got more coverage and more, more power and until it covered the whole island. It, it was the only station in Puerto Rico for maybe 12 years. They had the whole audience copied for themselves. 
I remember my father and my mother listening to music. WKAQ, that was the jingle. <laughs> what kind of music were, were they playing? What were people listening to on their radios? The first broadcast, they, they, they played foxtrots, piano recitals, what they called trios, which is uh, three guys singing with guitars and whatever was in vogue in that mm -hmm. time. I imagine local musicians, though, must have come through the station and done performance. I don't know if you know this, but the first recording studios when we started recording music were the radio stations themselves. You're listening to one of the earliest recordings ever made on the island of Puerto Rico. The song is called Corito de la Cruz by Quarteto Rubiano. And it was recorded right here at WKAQ between the walls of the radio station that Eddie listened to as a child. Back in the 20s and 30s, anyone who was anyone on Puerto Rico passed through that WKAQ radio station. It was the place and the music for the island. And that's how it was for decades. But then, in the 1940s, WKAQ moved out of the building. The station is still on the air today, its original home, that building on Calle de la Tanca, sat half-empty in old San Juan for nearly a century. And this is where the musician Armando and his buddy, the engineer Mateo, come back in. So, um, first off, do you want me to call you Matt, Mateo? What, what do you prefer? Whatever, man. Mateo is just what everyone started calling me when I moved here, and, and I rolled with you it. Got... It was always Mateo the Cowboy. I thought and, that uh... was his name. And then <laughs> yeah. after a while, I was like, of course it's not Mateo. It, it's, it's, it's Matthew, but, uh, you know, it's Mateo to me. Mateo was originally Matt from New Jersey and was also the drummer for the band Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. But then in 2015, he came to San Juan for a two-week visit and ended up enthralled by the music scene. It's a place that's born into sound. It's born into rhythm. People truly are, are born into music here. You know, it's a part of their fabric. It's a part of who they are. Even during the hurricane, the music never stopped. It never will stop, and it never should stop. Not only did he stick around, but soon Mateo was hunting for a studio space to record, to host showcases, maybe even to start a radio station. Eventually, someone brought him to the old building on Calle de la Tanca. It was the last spot, and we walked through the door we knew. And you know how it is. I mean, rooms have energy. So yeah. we, we walked in and we said, this is it. And the fact that it had the radio station history was the icing on the cake. How many stories and people, just magnificent people, came through this space and, and recorded onto the airwaves. Mateo moved in. Today, San Juan Sound is a nonprofit. They donate instruments, put on workshops, and let indie artists record for cheap. And all of it happens between the very same walls as WKAQ. So it's pretty cool to think about that in, in these walls are a lot of music and interviews that were made at the very beginning of radio. Armando and his band Epilogio started coming to San Juan Sounds in 2018. And this is how he describes their music. It's kind of like indie, psychedelic, disco, funky, electronic. <laughs> Our bassist hates when I go like, chink, chink, chink. Because he's always like, dude, that's reggae. It's like, dude, but it, it's, you know, depends on the context, you know. 
como que it, it's been a fun ride to explore different genres and, and, and each of us listens to sort of different music Armando's actually in Mexico City right now touring with the album that was recorded at San Juan Sound in a way it's like the spirit of the radio station is still alive but instead of beaming to just the island the music that's recorded between those walls reaches across the world. This is Epilogio's song. It's called Fusion. Yeah. And it's the first song in the band we, we, we made together as well. It was a discovery of, yeah, we can do this. I can't help but notice the name of the song is Fusion. Exacto. The fusion of the two of you. Yes. And then Puerto Rico is this fusion of all of these sounds coming to one place. Yeah. It was a fusion of all sorts. It's magical. Just being in that place and recording and, and knowing that there's a special connection between the musician and the, the place that has been built for them to feel comfortable and, and express their way, you know? Maybe the ghost of that old woman who used to sit by her jukebox at night playing her favorite songs, the music of the island. Maybe she's still there, playing right along. This episode was produced by Johanna Mayer. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire Seuss, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed and mixed by John Delore. And our theme music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Lale Arakogli, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is 
full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.